So if we could save 6% of that per day, that's 3.4 billion gallons of water saved daily. And that's, and that's not including commercial concerns either. So from a sustainability end, that would have enormous impact to the state of California. Imagine having that 3.4 billion gallons just sitting in reserve. This is the FM Evolution Podcast, brought to you by CGP Maintenance and Construction Services, bringing you trends, innovations, and advancement of the facility management universe. Welcome to the Evolution. Here's Sean Black. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 35 of FM Evolution. I am your host, Sean Black, and conservation is a big topic. Innovation, we love talking about, but when we can combine the two together and highlight a company that's just doing amazing things, I'm so excited to be able to do that. Today, we're sitting down with Justin Golson at Fluidlytics. This company has an amazing solution when it comes to saving money and saving water at the same time, and they're literally doing it around the world. I'm so excited for you guys to be able to meet them and learn about what they're doing And if you're a facility manager, a business owner, or you're a consumer, this episode is for you. You guys do not want to miss it. But before that, here's a word from our sponsor. Did you know that CGP Maintenance and Construction Services are also commercial plumbers? They added the plumbing division in 2000 and have been serving the nation's largest brands ever since. They offer everything from cleaning drains, camera work, and grease trap repairs to full repipes and dig ups. So when your brand needs commercial plumbing, remember to call CGP. They are ready to be on site 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They specialize in restaurants, retail stores, commercial buildings, and hospitality. No matter what your plumbing needs may be, CGP is ready and because they are a maintenance company, they can make the repairs needed after the plumbing is completed as well. One call will do it all. Call them today at 858-454-7326 or check them out on the web at www.cgpconstruction.com. Give them a call today. Welcome to FM Evolution. I'm your host, Sean Black. And today we're sitting down with a special guest, uh, from Fluidlytics this is a great company. You know, on this podcast, we're all about innovation and uh, and conservation a lot. And so, I, when I met Justin, I had to have him on the show. So, Justin, welcome to the show, man. Nice to be here. Thanks a lot, Sean. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. So, Justin, you're from a company called Fluidlytics, um, and uh, I just heard actually. First of all, congratulations. I guess you're you're now the new president from North America. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Congratulations <laughs> on that. Uh, thank you very much. I appreciate it. I was very humbled by the opportunity to hold the position. So Justin, man, tell us about what drove you to Fluidlytics. Well, uh, about 14 months ago, I was introduced to Fluidlytics. Uh, to be frank, from first glance, they just kind of look like a plumbing product company. So in the beginning, I wasn't it wasn't something that I took a lot of great interest in. Uh, as I started really digging into technology and I could see what kind of impact the tech it has, it became very you know, clear that there was a lot more at stake than that. I saw a company that could deliver a dual proposition and that was we could simultaneously deliver both a positive financial and sustainability impact to our customers. Not many companies can build a foundation around those two initiatives at the same time and most wouldn't even try to do so once I saw the performance of the technology firsthand, to be honest, I, I had to be a part of what was going on at Fluidlytics. Nice, man. We're, that's pretty cool. What a great opportunity. And uh, for both you and for Fluidlytics, I think that's 
pretty amazing. It's a great story. Justin, for those who don't know who Fluolytics is, can you tell us, uh, tell us your story, man? Yeah, certainly. I'd be happy to. Uh, Fluolytics is a water technology company based in Dallas, Texas, and we have offices in Miami, Columbia, and the Ukraine. Uh, from a conceptual aspect, I, I had to start with our CEO, Demir Perge. Uh, Demir grew up in Yugoslavia, and as a child, he didn't have running water until about the age of six. Uh, his father was a civil engineer, and he worked on the water infrastructures in Yugoslavia. So water is a subject that's pretty dear to, to Demir's heart. Very different from the way a person who grew up in the States would have grown up viewing water. Uh, gotcha. That's usually not the case that somebody doesn't have water until the age of six. So he's pretty passionate about it. Uh, a year and a half ago, Demir was approached from an accelerator aspect to acquire an investment stake in a small technology company based in Miami. There were two Cuban engineers, a father and a son, who had invented this technology. And in essence, that's what created the Fluidlytics today. After being introduced to both of them and the tech, we acquired the assets, the patents, IP, the technology. Uh, both of the engineers are still working with us every day to advance our products, and they're co-founders of Fluidlytics. Wow, that's awesome. What a journey. I mean, so how many years have you guys been around? It's been a, couple, it's been a little while now, huh? Yeah, we've been in business about a year and a half. Um, the technology before we acquired it has been around for about four or five years um, from a patent and approval standpoint. There was no really go-to-market strategy there from a, from a U.S. perspective. There were lots of sales made in Puerto Rico, um, some in the Miami area, but it's very localized. And so when Demir was approached from the accelerator aspect, it was to, from a distribution area of how do we expand this? Uh, he fell in love with the product immediately. So the past 14 months, our efforts have been very strongly on expanding that distribution throughout the U.S. and South America and the Ukraine. Well, I'm really excited to, to learn more about you guys now. As, as I've been learning the product, uh, it's just been, it's such a simple thing, but it's just, it's so impactful. I was wondering, maybe you could explain a little bit like, how Fluolytics water management solution works in general. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I think to explain how the solution works, I think you first have to take a look at the problem we have. Um, so first let's take a look on the macro level. You know, as anybody listening to this podcast probably knows, infrastructure concerns are, are a pretty common topic in the For sure. Just for instance, you know, 2007 to 2017, infrastructure spending in the U.S. has dropped by about $10 billion a year. Wow. And... As we've seen a decrease in total capital projects spent, our spending on infrastructure operation and maintenance has risen 9.5% or around $24 billion a year. So in essence, we're, we're patching the system. And so in our water infrastructures, we have an aging, we have aging utility mains. Those mains have a lot of breaks and a lot of leaks that they'll go undetected for a long time. Um, and as our communities expand, it puts a lot of stress on the municipalities from a growth perspective to provide water to every, every consumer home or business. So to do so, we expand on the aging infrastructure. And in doing that, we overpressurize our systems so that we can continue to push water out further. Right. It's really just a necessity in providing water to everybody who needs water along the system. Gotcha. So what happens is through that overpressurization, we often deliver more water than is actually needed to the customer. And because of the pressure, the age, and the way the infrastructures are built, we introduce a lot of air into the lines through that process. So what does that mean for the consumer? Well, if we look at it on a micro level, we have to look at what's being delivered to the consumer. So 
So every property, whether it's residential or commercial, has your common meter that the utility uses to read the water consumption. That meter is a volume meter, which means anything delivered through it registers as volume. That means it reads water as well as the air that's been introduced in the system through either overpressurization or through those leaks or breaks. Oh. Yeah. And a lot of people don't even take that into consideration. Why would you even know it? No, yeah, so for sure not. On, yeah. So on that on that portion, the first component of our solution is designed to compress that additional air back into the water. Because you can compress air, but you can't compress water. Mm-hmm. And when we compress that air into the water, we're able to deliver a solid core of water through the meter. So that the end consumer, business or residential, is only paying for water and not the additional air that's been introduced into the system. The second component of our product and our solution addresses the concerns of overpressurization. And, and that is that consumers are using more water that is actually needed just from the delivery from the utility. So we optimize the pressure coming in from the, from the utility. And in turn, we reduce the water they consume. So combination from a water aspect, we're saving about 2 to 6% on actual consumption savings. And our customers are seeing with both portions of our solution an average reduction of 15 to 30% on their utility and sewage bills. Wow. Sorry, that was a little long-winded. No, no, that's okay. (laughs) I mean, there's a lot to go through there, but just kind of a recap. Here's what I heard. (laughs) You're saving a lot of money on your bill and you're saving water. (laughs) Yeah, that's the short of it. Yeah, absolutely. That's the short of it, right? I mean, it's an amazing solution. Um, to be able to do that with, you know, first of all, everyone right now is looking for a way to cut down on water. I mean, we have we have a lot of issues with water and droughts and throughout the country, in different parts of the country, we have infrastructure issues. Um, so, yeah, you know what? Let's, let's talk about sustainability, right? So, like, in our home state of California, this is where we're located at, we are constantly fighting to stay out of drought. So some years we'll get more water than others, but in the last, I'd say, decade, the drought has just been, man, it's been a big issue. So people's lawns are dying. We've gone to zero escape, and you know all this is causing a also a, a rise in the cost of water, right? So it's a supply demand issue, or at least that's what they say. All I know is my my bill keeps going up and up and up and up here. And so how does like fluidics play into that scenario? I mean, obviously if you're dealing with conservation, that's a big part of it. Absolutely. And and fortunately fluidics plays into both the supply and demand issues that you're talking about. Okay. You know, everybody in California knows and and the rest of the country knows that California is a prime example of drought situations that we have across the country. Yes. Um, Along with California having those drought situations, you have increasing population growth. So you're kind of getting a twofold when it comes to supply and demand on that angle. Um, in a nationwide average, the increase of water is 5.5% yearly. And that's just a nationwide average. I've heard of you know Pittsburgh tripling their rates. Yeah. Um, wow. So from a supply issue, our solution saves two to six percent of water consumption. So let's take California and Humor me just a little bit here on the numbers, okay. but <laughs> the average Californian uses 85 gallons per day per person. Okay. And as of 2019, there's almost 40 million people living in California. 
So if we could save 6% of that per day, that's 3.4 billion gallons of water saved daily. Daily. Wow. And that's, and that's not including commercial concerns either. So from a sustainability end, that would have enormous impact to the state of California. Imagine having that 3.4 billion gallons just sitting in reserve. Yeah, that's huge. I had, no idea. I had no idea it would be that much, actually. Yeah. And that's just residential customers. Um, now, from a cost supply issue, our technology saves 15 to 30% on consumers' utility bills. Um, in year one, that's a hedge against inflation for three to five years wow. on its own. So, so in six years, you could be paying for water what you're paying today. And our price is set on an ROI model. So you can see those savings come back to you in a very short amount of time, most of the time within the first 12 months. And then everything after that, year over year, you're saving just the cost of water and the utility. See, now I think that's important for people to understand. We, uh, we have a huge amount of solar here in San Diego and your return on your investments like eh, eight to 10 years, right? Sure. So, and, but it's all, but it's gone crazy because people want to save on their electrical bill but they're still, they're okay with spending 30 plus thousand dollars on a house and, you know, saying eh, eight to 10 years, I'll get it back. You're saying most scenario is you're looking at 12 months. That's, that's short. Yeah, that's correct. I mean, we're, we're trying to provide the solution to our customers in the way that they need it. And through doing that, we found the best way to do that is on a ROI model in terms of pricing. It's, it's, it's different than a shared savings model where maybe in solar it's, it's a shared savings issue for the better part of 10 years where let's say in commercial retrofits, you know, LED lighting, a lot of things like that, that savings can go over the course of 10 to 15 years. Uh, we were more interested in getting the product in place, selling the product to the customer, providing them a reasonable ROI so that they could start to experience and enjoy those savings very That's soon. And and have it paid off and have everything moving so that they can take the savings, they can save the water and, and move on down the road. That's, that's Fluidlytics' goal. Wow. That's, that's so huge. I mean, I don't, I can't imagine what's going to happen with you guys <laughs> as you progress <laughs> to grow here, because I know we, I mean, if you look at just like the solar thing, it's, it blew up, like it changed the entire industry. And it's eight to 10 years, you know, return on investment. You know, we were talking, you know, mm -hmm. 12 months or so. That's such a big deal. That's a great model. That's a really great model. Something I was you, it took, us a, took us a bit to come up with it. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Something I was uh, reading kind of stuck out to me and I thought it was pretty crazy when I was, when I was reading it. This is an article and it said by 2025, more than 2.7 billion people will not have adequate safe drinking water. And if they continue to consume water at today's rates, just at today's rates, not the rates you're talking about going up, um, that that's what's going to happen. I, and I blew my mind. This was, you know, this came out of the United Nations as a warning from them. Um, I, I mean, I'm, that's freaks me out a little bit, but is this something that we need to be concerned about or is it just high? What do you think? You know, I, I wish it were just hype, to be honest. Um, I, I think we're about to be living in a time where water is going to become a commodity and, and not necessarily a human right. Mm -hmm. um, you know, 
a friend of mine, for example, um, is a rancher. He's down in South Texas, and one of his neighbors, there was a large aquifer on that property. Um, hedge funds were coming in, making offers on the aquifer. And okay. so when hedge funds start to get involved in the purchase of water in aquifer situations, I, I think we can tell there's an issue in terms of water. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's very high, like you said, the inflation rates we were talking about earlier could be exponentially higher if we don't change our views on what water is. When you look at population growth, poor management, climate change, these are all causing massive stresses to water supplies. Almost 3 billion people right now lack access to clean water. So we need a comprehensive plan to water management. And I think how we change, how we view water is just starting our daily lives. Yeah. Fortunately, I think we're starting to see a lot of large corporations, as well as just as normal everyday consumers, start to really focus their attention towards sustainability. You know, large companies right now that have been talking to us, um, obviously they're very interested in the financial savings, but they're also interested in impact. And so a lot of them are really trying to reduce that water footprint that they have. Uh, fortunately, it's become a very mainstream topic right now where people are starting to pay a lot of attention to it. And Fluidalytics' goal is to play a large part in that globally. It's at the core philosophy of our company. Yeah, I mean, something needs to happen. This is not like, you know, three or four generations away. We're talking about this 2025. That's like tomorrow. You know what I mean? It's it's going to be here so quickly that that blew my mind. I'm like, I don't think. I don't think people really understand when they're sitting there just running water and, and, and oh, it just it freaks me out. That's crazy. I'm, I'm glad that you guys are, are playing in this globally and, and man, something needs to happen and, some, and I'm hoping, you know, that we can kind of make some change here. Um, Absolutely. So, you know, and, and the future of our products and things will always be meant to address that. Yeah. Uh, we're working on some products now in terms of clean water uh, the ability to monitor that as it passes through the meter and seeing what that the quality is, along with a lot of other things. So everything we're building, every tech, every product is gore, is is geared towards this. Well, I'm I'm glad someone is. <laughs> That's pretty important. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. So I mean, obviously, our show is all about facility management, and uh, this is uh, this product, the Fluidalytics, is making. Uh, you guys, it's kind of pretty universal, but who does this solution really work for the best or who is it, who is it, is it really going to, you know, help out facility management? Um, tell me a little bit more about that. Sure. In essence, it works for anyone who consumes water. Now, right now, our efforts have been more commercial based and, you know, in the past year and a half, we've been fortunate. We have customers in, in various verticals. So QSRs, restaurants, car washes, hotels, resorts, amusement parks, power plants, manufacturing. Um, and we'll be head, moving heavier into the residential space next year. We spent some time in redesign in order to lower the cost for residential customers so that it makes sense to them on a monthly basis when they see that bill. Our goal is that if you know, the customer's commercial or residential wants the solution, that we can provide that to them. And obviously, we work that way through that ROI model and making those things work for the customers. But for who the solution works for, anyone across the board. And like I said, we're just more commercially based right now on the front end because there's a lot of demand there. No, I totally understand that. In my conversations with, you know, the people I work with in facility management, conservation, uh, is is one of the things that comes up 
um, cost savings is probably the the most important thing to these guys. <laughs> you know, it just it just is. You know, if they can save money and help their bottom line, you know, while creating a a better environment for um, all the people who are walking through the doors, it doesn't matter if it's a retail place or a hospitality or a theme park or you name it, you know, it, it, that bottom line impacts everything they can do to serve the clients at a higher level. So they're really looking for ways to save money. I mean, it's just, it is the way of business, right? So. Absolutely. And a lot of, a lot of times when we, we come with an an ROI model and we look over the course of 10 years and what those projected savings are, um, a lot of times you're looking at 40 X returns that's on the investment itself. Yeah. That's, it's, that's it's an insane crazy. number. I, I don't know that you get that, you know, in the markets, any place if you're just investing money. So no, taking the no. money that you're current, currently spending on water already, investing that same amount of money into a project in order to save long-term uh, or, or save short-term over the course of 24 months. Yeah. You know, when your product or your investment is paid off, you know, within a little over a year, within a year time period, you've made a good investment there. Yeah. I mean, people are looking at stock market and, you know, on the best days, it's eight to 12%. You know, it's it's not, it's not like that great. So (laughs) for you guys, 40 40 times, that's, that's, that's crazy. That's really, really crazy. So man, we're going to wrap up here in a little bit, but I want to, um, to talk about what the future looks like for you guys. You, you really have brought a product that's extremely innovative to the market. Uh, and I think extremely relevant, you know, right now is so important to be able to, to offer something that's going to both save money and, and, and conservation is a big deal, but what, what's a, uh, what's the future look for you guys right right now? What are you looking at? Well, as a 14 month startup, um, the, the day to day right now is not always that glorious. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, we talked about that last we, night. You're up all night working last night. That's crazy. You know? I know. Uh, but you know, we, we've gained immense ground in 14 months yeah. and we have some nationally recognized, rec- recognized customers that have come on with us and because they're very interested in the financial aspect as well as increasing their sustainability efforts. I'm glad to see those are going hand in hand. They go hand in hand with our company. Uh, we worked extremely hard. We've also been very fortunate. And I think we're going to see exponential growth in the next 12 to 24 months. I don't even think in three months our company looks the way it does today. Uh, so I'm extremely optimistic about the future. I, I think it's a bright one. I'm just really excited to be on board with Fluid. I agree. I, I can't wait to see what happens to you guys. Uh, and I'm, I definitely want to see uh, I'll have you back on to discuss growth, maybe in like a year to kind of see what that year looked like. Yeah. I think you'll have a, we'll have a few stories to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll be having you on any time. Well, what is the best way for people to, to get Fluidlytics? Uh, you can always reach out and find us on the, on the internet at fluidlytics.com or more than happy to reach out to CGP for more information. CGP is an intricate part of our growth in California. And we're looking forward to growing together. Awesome, man. Well, all right. So we'll put all those things in the, in the show notes. We'll make sure that people know where to find you. Well, I'll, I'm going to tag you on every, on all of our social media too, just so you know. <laughs> no, great. Thank you. We appreciate that. We, we like, we like free advertising. Hey, you're welcome. <laughs> oh man. That's awesome. 
Justin, thank you so much for being on the show, man. It was, it was really cool. I learned a lot and uh, I can't wait to see what happens next for you guys. Yeah, Sean, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. I had a good time today. You bet. Thank you.